Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oof. Mick Lynch, General Secretary of the RNT Union, was no messing around today when he spoke to journalists. Now, let's have a listen to what he said to the BBC, and then I want to explain why what he's talking about is A, very important, and B, the tip of the iceberg. You never criticise the super-rich for what they're doing and what they're doing to nurses, what they're doing for the postal workers, and you never seem to take an impartial view on the way that this society is balanced at the moment and the the complete uh, lack of distribution of wealth in our society. You always just seem Um. to punt out anything that you receive from the, from the employers well, it's, it's, and from the government. And that's well, what we, I'm hearing we, we, directly through the, through the filter of the BBC this morning. Oh, the, the question was about the average amount of pay lost by your members through strike action, which in the summer yeah, was estimated... Yeah, but are you concerned about fifth, that? So which, are you going to contribute to our I, hardship I, fund then? Is, is there an amount that, that in, in the summer, it was estimated as being an average well, amount of 1,500 pounds? Why are you pursuing this line, Michelle? Why are you pursuing this line, Because you've said your members are making a sacrifice. And yeah, but I read this I'm, stuff in I'm, the Sun so and the Daily Mail What's wrong with just saying, on average, on, on, av- on the, average the our press? members have sacrificed X numbers of thousands of pounds? You've said they're making a sacrifice. What's wrong with putting a number on it? Well, why do you need that number? Because I'm interested in the level of sacrifice. Well, We're why in the aren't you of a... interested in what Network Rail and the government are doing to we... working people across this country what's, impoverish them what, what's, every day? What's wrong with you actually but putting a number on the sacrifice that you say your members week. are making? To, to, including why does that interest the, you, Michelle? Because we're in a cost of living crisis, because it's in the run-up Well, why don't they give Christmas. us a decent pay rise, then? Why don't you and pursue that? And because you say your members are making a sacrifice. Now, it was estimated at £1,500 on average in the, the summer. What's, what's the amount now? Well... Why are you pursuing an editorial line that I could uh, read in the Sun or the Daily Mail or any of the right-wing press in this country and you're not pursuing the fact that working people, millions of them, are being impoverished and some of them made destitute by the attitude of this government and by their employers? I find this a shocking stance that the BBC will take. You're just parroting the most right-wing stuff that you can get hold of on behalf of the establishment. And it's about time you showed some partiality towards your listeners and to working-class people in this country who are being screwed to the floor by the attitudes and policies of this government. Ouch. Now, let's talk about the central claim of Mick Lynch, about the BBC being structurally wedded to the establishment, because the evidence here, I would say, is not just compelling, it's actually overwhelming. I mean, we could start with the fact that (laughs) the... the, uh, Director-General of the BBC's Tim Davey, who was the former Deputy Chairman of Hammersmith and Fulham Conservative Party. That's fine. We can also, I think, talk about Robbie Gibb. Now, Robbie Gibb is the brother of Conservative MP Nick Gibb. He himself, Robbie Gibb, went from being Chief of Staff to former Conservative Shadow Chancellor Francis Maud, played a pivotal role in the abortive leadership campaign for the Conservative Party Uh, Michael Portillo, to then being in charge of the BBC's entire political programming output, to then becoming director of communications uh, to Theresa May, where he was seen as a particularly hardline uh, conservative, 
Um, then went back to the BBC, joining the BBC board in April 2021, and played such an allegedly pernicious role that former BBC presenter Emily Maitlis, after she left the corporation, uh, publicly named him as an active agent of the Conservative Party, playing a pivotal role in the nature of the corporation's news output. Now, Gibb is a striking example of what could be called the revolving door between the Conservatives and the BBC. And, ooh boy, is this revolving door busy. David Cameron, for example, recruited his spin doctor from the BBC, the former controller um, of English uh, news output for BBC Global News, Craig Oliver. Uh, Boris Johnson recruited Gito Harry, the former BBC correspondent, when he was mayor of London, and then, of course, as prime minister. George Osborne recruited his chief of staff, Thea Rogers from the BBC. She's now his wife. Allegra Stratton went from BBC journalist to ITV to spin doctor for Rishi Sunak and then Boris Johnson before, well, I think we all know how that one ended now, don't we? I will regret those remarks for the rest of my days. Now, we could take the likes of the former flagship BBC interviewer, Andrew Neil. Can we just say the spectator so, is a classic example? Yeah, I knew you were going to bring well, no, that up it's, and it's, I won't let you hijack No, no, that. no, it's not about hijacking, uh, it's about the your spectator. Your smears and lies about no, no, me no, are not no, going to no, be dealt Andrew, with. The chairman of the Hard Right Spectator magazine. This is a publication which churns out articles defending Greek neo-Nazis. It's a publication which declares in the subheading of one article, there's not enough Islamophobia in the Conservative Party, as well as lovely little articles such as in praise of the Wehrmacht. Now, could you imagine someone as left-wing as Andrew Neil is right-wing, given he is the chairman of a very right-wing uh, publication and is on record with very right-wing views, which you can read in, for example, the Mail. Do you think somebody as left-wing as he is right-wing would ever have his position? Because if you do, you are. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I would argue high on a very, very strong concoction of illicit substances. Now, as a study by Cardiff University found years ago, um, and I really do not think it's changed in the interim under a Conservative government, business representatives appeared 19 times more frequently than trade union voices on the BBC Six O'Clock News. Yeah, again, I doubt that's significantly improved since. It also found that when the banks plunged this country into financial catastrophe, which we're still suffering the consequences of, interviews were dominated with voices like stockbrokers and hedge fund managers who were treated as like impartial witnesses rather than, you know, having critics of the financial system given a shot. Instead, we just had to hear 
them stroking their chins about the disaster. The, the BBC did not do this during the winter of discontent. Now we're going to interview some impartial trade union leaders just to give their running commentary on what's happening in the winter of discontent. Didn't happen. Now, we could look as well at what happened in the 2019 general election. Let's just, I mean, the mistakes, sorry, mis sorry mistakes, genuine, sincere mistakes, that that the BBC made, which just all happened to benefit the Conservatives. Like, in the words of the commentator, Peter O'Born, himself a former lifelong Conservative voter, I must say, after a dishevelled Johnson, BBC Breakfast, uh, sorry, after a dishevelled Johnson made a mess of placing a red wreath at the Cenotaph ahead of the silence on Remembrance Day, BBC Breakfast showed footage of a much smarter Johnson placing a green wreath, footage dating back to 2016 when Johnson was Foreign Secretary. The corporation insisted the clip was used in error. How did they do that? Um, in another case, as Osborne, uh, not Osborne, Oborn, also noted, the BBC edited a clip to cut out the audience laughter at the Prime Minister during uh, the party's question time after he was asked whether he believed it was important to tell the truth. The edited clip showed only applause. You know, we could talk about the way that senior BC journalists like Laura Kunzberg became dependent on private briefings uh, from government sources, just regurgitating word for word what they said on Twitter. We could also talk about how right-wing economics is just treated as a kind of objective reality, as, as a kind of unavoidable fact of life by the BBC. Now, for those who may have watched or listened to one particular issue that I raised, which was when Rishi Sunak became Prime Minister. A BBC journalist declared that the the economic backdrop has changed. Mr Sunak is going to have to agree to spending cuts and to tax rises. No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? That's not, that's not a fact, is it? Not just say the economic backdrop has changed. He has to agree to spending cuts. Well, obviously, right-wing people think that, but others don't think that. That's not impartiality to declare spending cuts are unavoidable. Now... <laughs> When over 2,000 people complained, which I encouraged, um, the BBC responded with, at no point did our reporters imply what the government should or shouldn't be doing. Like, it's just so offensive to people's intelligence. Just absolutely ludicrous. Um, but that's what we're dealing with. We could go on, basically. I mean, institutionally, the BBC, in terms of how it's board set up, like the key establishment people put on the board, you know, just people, the great and the good, people with links to big business. I mean, the BBC is just institutionally wedded to the status quo. Um, and I think the evidence really, I think, underlines that in quite striking detail. And yet the reason we always hear the BBC is all left wing and all the rest of it is because our newspapers are dominated by the right, which has an impact, by the way, on BBC coverage. Newspapers overwhelmingly are conservative in the editorial perspective. And that then frames... Uh, the BBC's coverage for the day because they rely on the newspaper headlines, for example, the Today programme, to shape their own coverage. So that's another way that that works. Um, but because the the right-wing media in this country are so rabid, they think anything that isn't just overtly editorially supporting the Conservative Party um, is unacceptable. So they go after the BBC and then actually very cleverly police the BBC because by always living in fear of the right-wing media, the BBC even then does everything it can to kowtow to that agenda. So that's why Mick Lynch is right. He'll be denounced, oh, he's a conspiracist, oh, he's just angry because he's getting questioned by the BBC. Well, if you look at the evidence I've just set out, I think it's pretty striking. And I think if all of these were in the same direction for the left, I really don't think people would be questioning these arguments at all. The BBC is wedded to the establishment and its outlook, and that puts trade union voices 
the elected leaders of the biggest democratic movement of the country at a massive disadvantage which is why that has to be countered with other media outlets such as myself and others who are trying to redress that balance so please to support us do like subscribe support us on patreon.com forward slash omgos84 and uh, i will see you very soon even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious italian leather bags and so much more Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.